Welcome to the bonus NBA draft episode of the Small Baller Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who can solve one side of the Rubik's Cube, but not a whole Rubik's Cube, Brandon Siegel. Yeah, the Rubik's Cube is a, it's a very difficult puzzle. Okay. Yeah. One side, I feel like I do a decent job. I get my one side down, and I'm out. Right. I mean, it's cool because I can't solve it. I can't solve any side. Yeah. So you know, it's, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's, fine. it's it's one more side than I would feel like the average person I can. can but uh, today we have the very exciting bonus episode, which I've been super excited about. And this is your idea, Trevor. This was not my idea. It's your idea. I was very. And right when you well. said that, I was like, "Yes, we're doing it on board." Yes. Um. So we have a a fun little episode planned, Trevor. Why don't you give us the rundown? Yeah. So um, we're gonna give our picks um jointly. We're we decided together. We went through before the podcast and decided as a um, together who we were going to pick. Um, and when we make these picks, we're doing the, just the lottery portion of the draft. And it's from our perspective as if we were the GM, not who we think is going to be taken. Yeah. So when we do this, we're going to go through first the team needs of every team, in the lottery, um, the lineup last season, the pick and the strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And before we make the pick, Trevor will also be going through the salary cap. Um, kind of what Trevor thinks of the salary cap, what we think of the salary cap, really. Um, you know, what they can possibly do. Maybe a quick little snippet on that, get into the pick. So it's going to be a fun episode. So we'll get right into it. Um, with the first overall pick in the draft, the New Orleans Pelicans have that. Um, I think we remember from a month ago when they got that in the draft lottery. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have written down here a very important need of the Pelicans, and that is, are you ready? Zion Williamson. That is who I have as their need. Not saying we're <laughs> picking him necessarily, but that's who I have as their need. <laughs> Um, their lineup last season looked like this. They had point guard Drew Holiday, uh, shooting guard Etwan Moore. Small forward we have as Darius Miller on here, but it most likely it was like it was Stanley Johnson or Solomon Hill. Uh, power forward we have Julius Randle, and then center the big man, and Anthony Davis. So Trevor, how does the salary cap look like for the Pelicans? Yeah, so with the Pelicans situation, obviously they just had the trade yesterday to deal Anthony Davis for um, Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram as well with the number four pick, which we'll get to soon, and two more future first-rounders. So with Anthony Davis on their roster, they were projected for about $92 million for 2020. Obviously, it'll be slightly down from that, but they have some space to do a little bit. But um, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with this pick. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got this pick, right? I'm going to announce <laughs> this one. Yeah. With the first overall pick, uh, GM Trevor and Brandon select for the New Orleans Pelicans. Zion Williamson. Wait, what? It's very surprising. Wow. This is a wild pick. Bomb. This is a wild pick. Uh, he's averaged 22.6 points last year, 8.9 rebounds, and 2.1 assists. Um, really, I mean, there's not a, this is kind of, um, as many people would say, a foregone conclusion. Um, he appears to be just an NBA superstar in the making. Uh, any other thoughts you have on Zion? Yeah, so getting Zion, I think their projected lineup can be something along the lines of, I think you'll probably put Lonzo at the point guard, maybe mm-hmm. move Holiday to the shooting guard, Brandon Ingram the uh, small forward, and then you have Zion. And then, as of now, Jaleel Okafor would probably be slated as the center, but they might try to get another guy with that. But that's probably what their projected starting lineup would be. Mm-hmm. Overall, he definitely has to become a little bit better of a shooter, but I mean, I think he'd be considered kind of an average shooter at the moment. Um, so as long as he stays healthy with, you know, as big as he is, um, he's going to be a fantastic player. Um, but moving forward, we have next up, we have the Memphis Grizzlies. And Memphis, um, they, got, they got some work to do for sure. Um, I have their team needs down as a point guard and kind of just in general, a lot of talent on the floor. 
Um, their starting lineup consists of Mike Conley at the point guard position, which, you know, we'll see. Uh, Avery Bradley, the shooting guard. Kyle Anderson, small forward. Jerron Jackson Jr. at power forward. And Jonas Valchunas at center. So, Trevor, how's their salary cap situation look like? So, the Memphis Grizzlies, um, they're set for about $119 million, which is a lot. Obviously, I think with the direction they're going into, I think they want to try to get a young core built around Jaron Jackson and this pick. So I think Mike Conley's a guy who they're probably going to try to trade um, and really build this young core. Of course. And Trevor, why don't you uh, select this pick for us? So at the second pick, um, a guy who I loved um, watching throughout college. He averaged 24.5 points per game, 5.7 rebounds, and 10 assists. John Morant is our pick. Um, yeah, and this, this is going to be a great pick. Uh, I think I love John Morant. Uh, he definitely has to bulk up a little bit, um, but he, he's a pretty good shooter. He improved his perimeter shooting this year. Um, he, his defending is, is okay. It seems inconsistent at times, but he's very often compared to Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. What do, you, what do you think, Trevor? Yeah, I think he's going to be really good, and I forgot to say about Zion, by the way. Um, I think Zion's a future, for sure, Hall of Famer, 10, 12-time All-Star, potentially even like a top 30 player of all time. I think that's how good Zion's going to wow. be. With John Morant... I think he could potentially be um, as good as Russell Westbrook. I think he has that potential. So I think, I don't know if he'll be quite that good, but I think he'll be close. Yeah, and if he can keep his athleticism at what it's at with the size he's at, he's going to have to bulk up a little bit more. So if he yes. keeps that athleticism up, uh, he's going to be a fabulous player. Um, and definitely will be, I think, one of the better players coming out of this draft. And obviously he's number two, so it's kind of, you know, we think he will be the, one of the better players. Um, but overall, I think he'll be pretty solid. Any final thoughts? On John Morant? Um, no, I mean, I think he's a really good player. As you said, the defense could use some work. He needs to um, gain some weight. And the shooting, potentially, could he needs to work on. Of course. Um, with the third overall pick now, we have the New York Knicks. Um, I have their team needs down as needing some star talent and scoring, which I think describes the player we're going to take. Um, their starting lineup last season, uh, after a pretty good trade for Przingis, I thought. I think they... Porzingis gets hurt all the time, so... Uh, but their starting lineup, we have point guard, Dennis Smith Jr. Shooting guard, Alonzo Trier. Very interesting story, by the way. Uh, small forward, Kevin Knox. Power forward, Noah Vonley. And center, DeAndre Jordan. So, Trevor, give us a quick rundown on the salary cap. Um, so, the Knicks have a ton of space. Their um, salary cap for 2019-20 is only set at about $36 million. And uh, just a quick note, if you didn't know, the salary cap for 2019 is projected to be about $109 million. So that's obviously a lot of space for the Knicks. So they have a lot of options here. Obviously, they're going after free agents like Kevin Durant as well. Um, so I think they are kind of mostly just going for best player available here. Um, yeah, and with that, the third pick, the uh, New York Knicks will select R.J. Barrett. 22.6 points per game, 7.6 rebounds, and 4.3 assists. Um, so he is a very gifted scorer, very yeah. gifted scorer. Um, another guy that I think will thrive in the NBA if he is put around with the right guys. Um, in my personal opinion, I think this is a slight step down from those top two guys. It's close, but a slight step down. Uh, what do you think, Trevor? Well, yeah. I mean, I think that um, there's a clear top three in this draft. Zion, John Morant, and R.J. Barrett. So I think this is really a no-brainer for the Knicks. And R.J. Barrett, to me, has almost become underrated as a prospect. A lot of people have doubts about him. And I think he's going to be an overall really great prospect. Definitely a future all-star. Here's, if he could become a really efficient scorer, I love this pick. Yeah. He needs to become a more efficient scorer. Mm-hmm. He only made 31% of his threes in college uh, and 30, 67% from free throw. So to me, he needs to become better. 
You just need to be better and more efficient yes. and win that. If and when that happens, and I think it will, um, he'll become a much better player, in my opinion. Uh, next up, our next pick uh, is from the Los Angeles Lakers. It is the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, and we had them taking Zion before this. Um, so truthfully, their needs, they got a lot of talent. They need a big man of sorts. Um, so I, I, I would say a big man would be their biggest need. I'm not going to go through their whole starting lineup again as we just went through it. Um, so Trevor, why don't you do a, a quick little one-liner. We, what do they have for center at the moment? Um, for center, it's looking like Jaleel Okafor. So that's not necessarily a starting center I would want on my team. Um, so they're really in trouble there. Um, there's potentially like you can maybe add a wing. Um, I think they're really set with their guards here. So that's the only position I probably wouldn't take. All right, and what do we have for their pick? So for the New Orleans Pelicans, Brandon and I have decided to select DeAndre Hunter. And he is averaging 15.2 points per game, 5.1 rebounds, and 2 assists. Um, so what, what, are we, what are we thinking about DeAndre Hunter? Because this is a, a fantastic defender yes. that they will be getting. Yeah, I think DeAndre Hunter is just a kind of a solid um, NBA player. I think he's going to be in the league for a long time. He's not. I don't think he's ever going to really be a star, but I think he's a really solid rotation player, a really solid starter on any NBA team, and he could be a key piece for a championship team potentially. So I really like DeAndre Hunter. The one knock I think I have on him, like one really big knock, is, is I guess there's kind of two parts to it. Is he explosive enough? To be a really mm-hmm. efficient scorer, right? You know, I, I think he he just lacks that uh, explosiveness that a top five pick would. So it makes me a little bit nervous, and you know, I I don't know, you know how how well he's go- going to be scoring in the NBA. And so I mean, we'll kind of see how that uh, goes down. Um, any last thoughts on him, Tom? Yeah, I mean, the positive about him is I loved how he played in the championship game. He was amazing in that, and I and I really like that when you perform at that high level in college. That's definitely a positive thing. So I do like that about him. Um, but obviously, you know, I think creating space to getting shots, I think is something he needs to work on. Um, but his defense is amazing. So I really love that about him. Of course. Next up uh, for the fifth overall pick is our hometown Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. Now you're not quite as big a fan as I am. But uh, the Cavs in my book, they need, they need everything, don't they? They just yeah. need just about everything. Uh, their starting lineup looks like this. We have point guard Colin Sexton. Shooting guard Jordan Clarkson, small forward Chetty Osman, power forward Kevin Love, and the center is Tristan Thompson. So give us a quick little recap of their uh, salary cap situation. Yeah, so right now the Cavs are stuck with a lot of contracts. Um, Kevin Love making about $29 million. You have Tristan Thompson, JR, Brandon Knight, Clarkson, all getting pretty big contracts. In my opinion, they're all uh, bad contracts for them. So their total cap is about $134 million. So I think the only position I wouldn't take is a point guard because I think Sexton's the guy. You just need another piece to go with him. Mm -hmm. And with the fifth overall pick, the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to select Jarrett Culver, averaging 18.5 points per game, 6.4 rebounds, and 3.7 assists last year at Texas Tech. Uh, So a very versatile player, Trevor. Uh, what, what, What do you think here? Yeah, so I think the one thing that Jarrett Culver really needs to get better at is creating space. Um, to get his shot. I think there was a lot of tough shots that he he made a lot of tough shots, but I think just in the NBA, I mean, he can't be expected to make tough shots. I think his three-point percentage is pretty bad. Um, went down. I'm not sure he's all that efficient this past year. So I think that he's got to get better at creating space for himself. Mm-hmm. And he has the two-way potential. I think it's mm-hmm. weird because he was a good three-point shooter uh, his freshman year. And then yeah. this past year, sophomore year, he was not as great. Right. And I wanted him to be better, but he just wasn't. 
Um, I, I'm interested to see, can he handle the ball well enough to play in the NBA? Um, can he bring that three-point shooting percentage up because it's so important now? Yeah. Um, but overall, I, I like this pick. I think the Cavs will make the right pick and take Culver, um, like we predict. Um, but he, he has to bring that three-point percentage up for sure. Yes. Any final thoughts on Culver, Trevor? Um, I just think this is a, it's a pretty solid pick. I mean, I think I would rather have Hunter personally, but he's not there anymore. So I think Culver is the I next agree. best option. Hunter would definitely be the slightly better option, but overall... I'm very happy with uh, the Culver pick. Uh, next up with the sixth overall pick, correct? We're at sixth? Yes. Um, is the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I have their needs down. They definitely need a stretch big and a point guard. Um, Booker can't be bringing up the ball every single time. Uh, so we'll see, you know, where they go with that. Their starting lineup last year, Tyler Johnson at point guard. Uh, Devin Booker at shooting guard. Small forward is TJ Warren. Power forward, Mikkel Bridges from the trade from the 76ers. Uh, last year during the draft, and center DeAndre Ayton, who was the first overall pick last year. Uh, Trevor, who do you think, uh, or let's run through the salary cap situation for them. Uh, so with the Phoenix Suns, they're set at a little bit below $84 uh, million for this upcoming year. They have two really good pieces I like, and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. So now they need another guy, ideally a point guard, I think, who can really um, uh, bring the ball, handle the ball well, and get Devin Booker some good shots. So with that pick, we have decided to take, in my opinion, definitely the best player left available, and it's Darius Garland. And he's um in college, he didn't play, I think he only played like five games, he but he averaged 16.2 points per game, 3.8 rebounds, 2.6 assists. Mm-hmm. And Darius Garland is a, I think he's such a good prospect. Um, I really like his ball handling. I, I think he needs to become a better facilitator. But overall, he's a great ball handler. Um, I actually do like uh, his jumper, and he's a good uh, spot-up jumper. Um, But what do you think of Garland? Yeah, and there's some people that have compared him to Damian Lillard, and I think it's a pretty good comparison. Obviously, to become a guy like Damian Lillard, obviously that's a big, uh, a tall task to be that. But his play style is kind of similar. He's a very good uh, shooter. The way he comes off screens, he handles the ball well. Um, with pull-ups, catch-and-shoots. So mm-hmm. I think it's a really solid pick here. I think that this potentially could be a steal for them. And I really like his deep-range ability. Yeah. Uh, and just his ability to create a shot is great. I, mm-hmm. I think he has the capacity to be a, just a great NBA player. And if he played this year, could have very well been a top-three pick. Right. Um, but uh, overall, I think that'll be a pretty good pick. Um, but moving on to the next pick, which is the Chicago Bulls. Um, I have their need as strictly they, they really need a point guard. Very, very bad. Um, their uh, starting lineup from last season looked like Chris Dunn at point guard. Not really getting it done. Zach Levine at shooting guard. Small forward. Otto Porter Jr. who's getting way too much money, which we'll go into in a second. Lori Marketing at power forward. And Robin Lopez at center. And looking at the lineup, they could definitely probably use a power forward also. Um, but how's their salary cap situation looking like? Yeah, so the Bulls, you mentioned Otto Porter. They're kind of stuck with him for definitely this year and probably next year as well. Um, he's set to get over $27 million this year, and then he has a player option the next year for $28 million, which I, I'm assuming he'll take because no other team's going to give him more than that. The Bulls, as a franchise, they're set at about $81 million this upcoming year, which they got some room um, to play with. Um, but I think they have three solid pieces in Zach Levine, Laurie Markin, and Wendell Carter. And Otto Porter, he's a solid player, so I think there's a pretty clear choice here. Um, and with the seventh overall pick... Uh, in this draft, the uh, they are going to take Kobe White, who's averaging 16.1 points per game, 3.5 rebounds, and 4.1 at North Carolina in college. And he's fast. He can yes. really move. He is very, very quick. 
Um, and he's super energetic. He has a lot of energy. Um, and he brings a lot to the floor. Uh, what's your opinion on Kobe White? Yeah, so I think Kobe... Besides his hair. Right, his hair is <laughs> awesome. So I think Kobe White is the clear choice here because I think Zach Levine, I think his natural position will be the shooting guard. So I think Kobe White, you slide him in at point guard. You have him, Levine, you have uh, Otto Porter, Markin, and Wendell Carter. I think it's a really solid starting lineup. And I think they have a real good shot to make the playoffs this upcoming year, actually. This is this is a really good pick. I like Kobe White. Uh, I think he needs to become just a little bit more of a point guard. And what I mean by that, his playmaking and decision-making, I think just needs to increase this a little bit. Um, you know, sometimes he's been known to be sloppy, uh, and his uh, turnover percentage is really high. I have here written down 19.1 turnover percentage in transition. That's way too high. And transition baskets are so big now. I mean, you see the Warriors playing run and gun all the time in transition, kind of doing what they want. So that's such an important trade to have in today's NBA. Um, but moving on, the next pick goes to the Atlanta Hawks, um, and this will be the eighth pick. And Atlanta needs some front court depth. They, they need some, some bigger men uh, down low. Uh, so we have at point guard for their starting lineup last season, point guard Trey Young, Sm- shooting guard Kent Bazemore, small forward Vince Carter, power forward John Collins, who I love, and center Dwayne Dedman, who is off the books, I believe. But let's run through their salary cap situation. Yeah, so the Hawks, they're set at about $58.5 million this upcoming year, so they definitely have some space. Um, Dwayne Dedman, they'll have to make a decision whether they want to resign him or not. They have two really good pieces. I think they need to build around in Trey Young and John Collins, and they have Vince Carter another year for uh, veteran mentorship, as well as Kent Bazemore, who he's a solid player on a team. So with the eighth pick, we have decided to select Cam Reddish, who averaged last season at Duke 13.5 points per game, 3.7 rebounds, and 1.9 assists. And Cam Reddish is a guy who I, he's my favorite player in the draft. He was my favorite player going to college, but did not play like someone's favorite player at all this year. He was not efficient at all. Um, He was not a good three-point shooter in college, but I do like him, and I think his potential is so great. Just so great. What do you think, Trevor? Yeah, I mean, Cam Reddish, he definitely gave me some concerns just because he didn't play as well as I wanted him to last season. But he still definitely has a lot of potential. You know, you see him in workouts, and he looks he looks like he can be really good. Um, so I, I do like this pick for Atlanta. I think he could fit really well with Trey Young as well, uh, being his point guard. I do too. I, I, I think this is going to be a good pick for them. I, I'm hoping he matches his potential. His usage last season and what you know he actually produced is so low. He was only 32% from three-point. That was one of like his big things coming into college, that he was going to be a good three-point shooter. Mm-hmm. So I like this pick. I think it'll end up being good. But at the moment, you know, it's, we're, we're, we're drafting off potential. My good friend Chad, uh, he mentioned that the other day about how we're drafting off potential here. I mean, that's what you got to do in a draft. Um, but moving forward, the next pick, uh, I believe, are we on nine? I think we're on nine yes. now. Yes. The ninth overall pick is to the Washington Wizards. Um, and the Washington Wizards... What they need is some full court or front court help. Um, they need some big men. Um, their lineup last season, point guard was Thomas Staronsky. I think I pronounced that wrong. Uh, shooting guard, Bradley Beal. Small forward, Trevor Ariza. Power forward, Bobby Portis. And center, Thomas Bryant. So, Trevor, what do you, what do you think for this pick? So uh, I, about their salary cap? I think the Washington Wizards are probably in one of the worst situations in the NBA. You know, they got have John Wall in this really horrible contract that they're kind of locked into for the next four years, him making $37.8 million this year and then over forty dollars uh, each of the next three years. Uh, right now they're set around $1.9 million. Um, they also have Bradley Beal, who they could look to trade, but I really love Bradley Beal. Um, so I think they should want to take the best player available here. Mm-hmm. 
And with this pick, uh, the Atlanta Hawks are going to take Sekou Dumbia. 6.7 points per game, 3 rebounds, and 0.7 assists. So not too much production, but when you're playing in France, that kind of comes with it. I, I doubt he averaged that many minutes. Um, but what do you think of Dumbia? Um, I really like him, you know, and watching his highlights, I thought he was a really good um I just think he's going to be a really good prospect. I think he has a ton of potential. He actually reminds me a little bit of Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Um, so I really, obviously I really like Siakam. And I think Dumbia, I mean, I was thinking about, I was, when we were talking before, I was like, maybe the Cavs should take him at fifth. Yeah, right. I, I was considering it. But here, I think the Wizards get a great guy um, in Dumboy. I think he's the best uh, player available. Some people really, really like him. I, I'm not as high on him. Uh, he shot 28% from three on over 260 attempts. So I'm, I'm not... I'm not in love with Dumbia. Um, I do like him. Um, I think he has a lot of potential. He has a really good physical frame. Um, he's probably a little bit, maybe just like a titch underweight, uh, 210 at 6'9". Um, but overall, I like him as a prospect. Um, but moving on, next up we have the Atlanta Hawks, and we have went over them, but we said before that we want some front court depth. Um, so they have, uh, like we said earlier, Trey Young, Ken Bazemore, Vince Carter, John Collins, and Dwayne Dedman. So Trevor, give us a quick little extra thing on their uh, salary cap situation because they got a lot of picks. Yeah, so the Hawks, they have a lot of space, like I said before. Um, and now they have Cam Reddish now. So I think... Who we drafted. Yeah, so who we drafted. So now I think a pretty obvious pick almost, I would say. Um, Brennan and I have decided to take Jackson Hayes with a 10th pick for the Atlanta Hawks at Texas. Last season as a freshman, he averaged 10 points per game, 5 rebounds, and uh, 0.3 assists. Yeah, not, not, not a big passing <laughs> not really, man, yeah. which hopefully he'll become a little bit better at um i i like this pick a lot i i really like jackson hayes i think he is a great great seven footer a great mm-hmm. big man really in my opinion the best true center in the draft um he he's a great shot blocker yes uh, which is another thing i really like but uh what, what else do you think of jackson hayes yeah i mean i think he's he's a guy i love um he's was from ohio he played at i think i believe a cincinnati either cincinnati or columbus school oh really um so i saw like this highlight of him where he did like this windmill dunk from like the free throw or something it was pretty crazy he's super athletic i think he's pretty um like he's he's kind of versatile like he's not like a strictly like back to the basket center or anything but he's very good defensively um he's definitely an athletic guy and i think for this pick for the hawks they need a center with the potential of Deadman not resigning, and I think it fits in with their lineup. They're um, going to have a well. nice lineup. Yes. If they keep the 8th and 10th, which I, I think they could trade, um, but right now like, I, I like uh, the direction this is, you know, if they were to do what we're doing, like, I like this direction. I like Cam Rush, Trey Young, John Collins, uh, Jackson Hayes all on the same team. It's, it's, it's all good stuff for them. Um, but moving on, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves next. Um, and their need, they need... Their big needs are at forward depth and point guard. Um, their starting lineup last season looked like Jeff Teague at the one, uh, Josh Akoji at shooting guard. Uh, they also have Derek Rose listed as a shooting guard here, but I'm pretty sure he's a point guard. Uh, Andrew Wiggins at small forward, Taj Gibson at power forward, and Carl Anthony Towns at center. So uh, run through the salary cap for us here. Um, so the Minnesota Timberwolves, they um, have a projected salary cap of about $109 million. Um, so they don't have a, t- a ton of flexibility. I think that, you know, I think they definitely need a front court guy that you can pair with Carl Anthony Towns. Um, you have Andrew Wiggins still there. Obviously, you kind of have him for the next few years. You're kind of stuck with him. Um, so I, I kind of have a pick that I have in mind, which is a good pick for them. Who, who do you think the pick will be? Um, so our joint uh, pick here with the 11th pick, 
is going to be Brandon Clark Jr. from Gonzaga. 16.9 points per game, 8.6 rebounds, and 1.9 assists. Um, so this is, in my opinion, one of the best defenders in this draft. And many people believe he's he would be an amazing defender in the NBA today. Today. Which is, I mean, truly insane. So what, what do you think of Brandon Clark? I know you're high on him. I know you like him a lot. Yeah, I really like Brandon Clark. You know, there's some people that have him as high as like a potential top five pick just because of his immediate skill, which is his defensive potential and his uh, shot blocking ability. So I think he's a great pick here. Obviously, Carl Anthony Towns is a very good offensive player, and Brandon Clark, to pair him with Towns, he's a very good defensive player. So I think this is a great pick for the Timberwolves. Yeah, and I, when we were going over this, I wanted Antje Mora, just because I like Antje Mora's offensive skills slightly better. But Clark is such an elite defender where I think it's almost impossible to not like him. And in, in their games in the tournament, he was just fabulous. Yeah. I mean, Brandon Clark really shined, um, and you know he, he's going to be a great player. He's going to be a great player in the NBA. I have full faith in that. Um, I think he needs to. Uh, he needs to. I wish he had better physical tools, like phys- his physicality, um, right. his uh, the way how physical he is down low in his strength. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think he's pretty good, um, and a good pick for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Up next, we have the Charlotte Hornets. Um, and their needs, they have some major needs at rim protection and shooting. Um, they need some shooters for sure. Um, their depth chart is Kemba Walker for now. Here at point guard, Jeremy Lamb at shooting guard, Nicholas Batum at small forward, Marvin Williams at power forward, and Willie Herman, Herman Gomez at center. Um, and they have Malik Monk on the bench, or Michael Kicket, Gilchrist, Miles Bridges um, coming off. So they, they actually have some younger guys who are pretty solid. Um, but Trevor, what is their salary cap situation looking like? So the Hornets are projected at about $102 million. They have some bad contracts. Nick Batum, a little over $25 million. Bismack Biombo 17, Marvin Williams, 15, Cody Zeller, 14. So just some bad contracts that they're stuck with, at least for this year. Um, the year after, it's going to clear up and get a little bit better. But I think here, this is another situation where I go with the best player available. And with that pick, we have decided to go with Rui Hachimura from Gonzaga. Um, I really liked him as a player at Gonzaga. He averaged 19.7 points per game, 6.5 rebounds, and 1.5 assists. And this is a guy where... I mean, his talent is just unmatched. I think he has so much talent. I really liked him. So much so I wanted him for that earlier pick, like I said. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of those guys who just has such an elite frame, and his physical profile is amazing. Um, I really, really like him. I, I think he's a great scorer. I think he has a lot of offensive abilities um, that are really, really great. Um, some of the scouting reports I've read, he said his fuel for the game isn't fantastic, um, but that's something you kind of get into uh, once you're you know, really in the NBA you know, moving. Um, his three-point shooting, I think, can improve. But all of these are things I think he'll, he will improve and he'll get better at. Yeah. Any final thoughts on him? Um, you know, Rui Hachimura, he's a guy who I really liked all year, especially during that Duke game. I was like, man, this guy, why isn't this guy like a top-five pick? Because I wasn't really – I hadn't heard a ton about him before that. But, you know, he does have – I mean, the defense isn't – it definitely could improve. I think his three-point shooting can improve as well. Um, but I really like the pick overall here for the Hornets course uh next up we have the miami heat uh the miami heat needs some point guards uh and they need some wing depth for sure uh right now or well this past season their step chart was justice winslow Dion waiters josh richardson james johnson and bam on at the five um so let's get their salary cap rundown real quick so my team my favorite team miami heat uh this upcoming year were projected at a pretty high uh salary cap or pretty high amount of uh, cap space it's we have projected for 129 million um a lot of bad contracts again Hassan Whiteside Ryan Anderson Goran Dragic 
you know, as a Miami Heat fan, I really would like us to really do a true rebuild, build around some of these young guys like Josh Richardson, Justice Winslow, Bam Adebayo, three players who I really like. But these bad contracts are something that we really need to figure out how to deal with. So, Brandon, who are we selecting with the 13th pick? Um, with the 13th pick, we have Nazir Little. 9.8 points per game, 4.6 rebounds, and 0.6 assists. Um, highly regarded 3 and D recruit uh, coming out of college. Um, super explosive, has a fantastic frame. I like him a lot. Uh, what do you think of Nazir Little? I know you weren't super hot on this pick, but you mm-hmm. ended up feeling a little bit better about it. Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time deciding who I thought uh, the Miami Heat should pick because they are my favorite team. So I was like going back and forth between him and a few other guys. But ultimately, Brandon kind of convinced me of Nasir Little. And, you know, he definitely has some potential. I think he's a similar player to Justice Winslow, potentially. So that's the only concern I had. But I do like him as a player. He definitely has some athleticism. Um, so I think he's a solid pick here. Mm-hmm. And to wrap up the draft, or wrap up our lottery picks, I should say, um, the last pick here is going to be the Boston Celtics with the 14th pick. I think in general they could use a little bit of everything, especially with Kyrie Irving leaving. They definitely need a point guard, but I think just in general they need some younger guys in place. They could use a younger center, in my opinion, um, and just some guys that could be you know good role players. Um, we have in their starting lineup Kyrie Irving this past year, who will be gone most likely. Uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Marcus Morris, and Al Horford. Um, let's give a quick rundown of their salary cap. Charter. So with the Celtics, assuming that Kyrie Irving is leaving, they don't have a ton of uh, room here. Um, so I think that a point guard would be the right move. However, I don't think the next best point guard prospect is ideal. It would probably be Carson Edwards, but I don't think they should take him this high. So we have decided uh, to take P.J. Washington with the 14th pick. P.J. Washington in college averaged 15.2 points per game, 7.6 rebounds, and 1.8 assists. Yeah, and P.J. Washington is another guy who I think is pretty solid. Um, I, I like him a lot. This was definitely someone that I was pretty strong on. Um, I think he's a, he's a good scorer. I think he needs to become a better passer. And I think is number one for him, um, especially if he wants to become more of a, uh, you know, a guy who can have the ball in his hands a lot more. Um, not necessarily a ball handler because, you know, he has a four. But um, this is definitely something I think the Celtics could use. They get some younger guys um, in there. Uh, you become a little bit more deep, um, especially with Kyrie Irving leave. You've got to rely a little more on the bench when you have a star leave. Yeah, I think this is a solid pick here because I think Marcus Morris, um, he was the starting power forward, and he this was his last year on the deal. So I think P.J. Washington could come in and be your starting power forward and play with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Al Horford. And I think he'll just be a really solid um, starter for mm-hmm. an NBA team. And, well, that's actually going to be it for the bonus episode. We hope you guys liked uh, the bonus episode. If you want some more, please leave a comment, um, like our post, favorite them. Um, um, tell us that you liked it so we know, and we'll definitely be coming out with more bonus episodes if that's the case. Um, also, watch the draft. It's this Thursday in two days because this will be, yeah. be on Thursday. We're calling this a little before Thursday, but it'll be – or this will come out on Tuesday, I should say. Um, it'll, and it's Thursday, June 20th at 7 p.m. The coverage starts. Um, follow both of us on Twitter, uh, Trevor's Twitter, my Twitter, uh, and the Small Baller Podcast Twitter at Small Baller Pod. Um, we appreciate all the support so, so much. Um, we like everything that you guys have been telling us. Uh, like Josh came on the, the past episode uh, a week ago, not this 14th episode. Everyone loved him. We like hearing that. So please, you know, get in contact with us. Give, leave us some comments. And uh, like I said, that's it for this episode. Thanks again for the support. Go Falcons.